it's weird to actually be sitting here <laughs> recording this. Um, I've honestly thought about starting a podcast probably for a good, like seriously starting a podcast for like uh, six months. And I've tried every different avenue <laughs> to make it less scary. Um, whether you consider that trying to bring one of my best friends on, Natalie, um, because I really, which we'll get into this, but I really want this podcast to be a vulnerable place. Like I want people to be able to come here and listen to my story or other stories who of other people that I have come on um, and feel less alone and inspired and uplifted Um, But again, I want it to be a vulnerable place. So that means that I'm committing to sharing parts about myself that maybe I have not shared with a lot of people. So why not share them on a mic (laughs) and put it on the internet? Um, But yeah, again, I've I've tried starting this podcast multiple times. Actually with Natalie, um, we were going to start a podcast back in October called Give Them a Mic. Um, And it was going to be basically about being in your 20s and how it can be a little bit messy and trying to navigate, um, whether it be being single or trying to find your purpose or navigating um, the partying scene and so on. Uh, And we actually had recorded two episodes. So there are two episodes in my laptop right now. (laughs) But again, um, I think starting a podcast with the intention of being vulnerable and sharing not just the good things, but also the the struggles in life, um, sometimes that could be a lot to ask from somebody. And so we made the decision that maybe at this time in her life that that's not exactly where her path is going and she needs to focus on other things rather than sharing parts of herself that she's not sure if she's ready to do, which I totally respect and understand. But then it kind of, I realized that I was using her as a, I guess, a crutch because I do really want this place to be very um, honest, like I said. And I think I was using her as a crutch because she was kind of like my safety net. And if I was doing it with somebody else, then it wasn't all on me. And also it's easier to have a conversation with somebody rather than have a conversation with a microphone alone in your parents' closet because it's the only quiet place in the house. Um, So yeah, uh, I've recited this first episode probably 15 times. I have videos of me running um, where I'm talking into my camera as if I'm talking into this microphone in this current moment, (laughs) practicing. Uh, There was one time I was on an airplane and I went into the bathroom and had this grand idea and practice it in my phone. So again, um, I've been wanting to do this for months now. (laughs) And I also started putting this pressure on myself that it had to be this perfectly planned first episode that I had to, it had to make sense and have flow and really get the point across as to where I want to go with this podcast and I realized I started putting so much pressure on myself trying to figure out the perfect way and the perfect words to say it and not to mess up and figure out a way where I wouldn't have to edit it because lord knows I am technology challenged (laughs) and editing I'm still trying to navigate that it's not as easy as it looks um 
but I think that that planning a per like a first perfect episode is exactly what I don't want this podcast to be about. Um, I want it to be, it's not going to be this perfectly wrapped present, um, with a bow on top that I can deliver to you guys. It's going to be everything like the good, the bad, and the messy in between. I feel like I need to breathe. I'm like so nervous right now. Like I'm on a first date, (laughs) which is so weird. Um, But yeah, so I guess that I'm just, what I'm trying to tell you guys is I'm completely winging this. (laughs) And, but I know that my heart has been really, I mean, at first it was just like a little whisper to start this and then it got louder the longer I waited and then the more obstacles that got in the way, it got louder and louder and then I started dreaming about it and now it just won't leave me alone. So, (laughs) So here I am drinking some hot tea. I have a face mask on. It is currently 1 p.m. and I am still in my pajamas, which is not normal for me, but I've been trying to figure out this mic situation. Like I said, technology challenge here. I'm present. (laughs) Um, But I guess what really encouraged me to start the podcast and not worry about it being this perfectly planned first episode is So my mom and I, we do women's retreats. They're called Soul Camp. Uh, We've kind of really been taking off with them this past year, 2020. Perfect timing, pandemic, while the world shut down, let's start an international women's retreat. (laughs) But I mean, honestly, for all the obstacles that were in our way, because I guess I should explain what they're about, but they're basically mind, body, soul, women's retreats. So we have women come and normally it's in, we try to create this really sacred place and we talk about spirituality and like getting re-inspired in life. And we do that through meditation, yoga, workshops, sisterhood, yummy meals. Um, (laughs) Normally they're in, like we had our first international one in Salulita in November. Um, which was magical. And then we had our second one recently in the beginning of January in Costa Rica. So I've been normally doing the operations behind the retreat. So I kind of book everything and figure out the itinerary and make sure that everything's running smoothly. I make really good coffee in the morning for the ladies. (laughs) I'm normally that person that they see when they first wake up. So But while I'm doing the operations, I've really kind of been moving more into my spirituality um, and really falling in love with the wellness community and just like that pureness. And so on this, our second international retreat in Costa Rica, my mom was really encouraging me to try to lead a meditation and kind of step more into that role, which I was super honored, but also super nervous. (laughs) Because again, like, like starting a podcast is very new to me and very nerve wracking. Um, leading a meditation in front of a group of well-established women <laughs> and kind of pretending that I know what I'm doing, which I have an idea because meditation has become a staple in my life. Um, recently, this past year, it's kind of really flipped my world upside down. So I love it, but much less I've never looked at myself as being a leader in it. So 
I agreed to it. And on the way on the airplane ride, there's a self-love meditation that I just, I mean, is super impactful to me. I've been listening to it probably for four months prior to leading it um, consistently because it really just hits home with me. So I decided to choose that one to lead. Um, So I wrote it down in my journal. I listened to it on the plane ride to Costa Rica and listened to it, wrote it down word for word. Um, And then the first night that the ladies got there, I whipped out my journal and I had them all sit in a comfortable position, um, brought them to the present moment, la 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 la, take some deep breaths, (laughs) you know how it goes, Um, and then started reading from my journal, reading this meditation. And my God, it was not natural at all. It was not natural at all. And I knew that. And I wasn't sure if the ladies could pick up on it. But it just, I mean, it wasn't coming from me. It was somebody else's words. And I was just trying to reenact it. And also just, again, have that safety crutch of somebody else's words or comfort or whatever, however you want to look at it. Um, just because I was too afraid to use my own voice during this meditation. So um, I finished the meditation. I knew it wasn't natural. I knew it didn't feel like it came from my heart at all. Um, And Carlene, who I hope to have on this podcast soon, she's kind of like my my little mentor. Um, And she has been leading meditations for, I don't know, I think a little over a year now. Um, And she pulled me aside and she's like, Bailey, I really want to challenge you to lead your next meditation from your heart and just close your eyes and meditate as if you were talking to just yourself. And I was like, this bitch is crazy. (laughs) Like, how am I supposed to do that? Like, my mind is going to go blank. Um, And so I started thinking about it and it just so happened that I didn't have enough time during, like, once my second meditation came around, I think it was two nights later, to figure out a new um, meditation to write down. So I had to wing it (laughs) by chance. Um, And so I went downstairs and I was like, all right. Uh, I had a general idea of what I wanted to talk about, but I wasn't exactly sure. Like it wasn't, again, it wasn't word for word from my journal. So I closed my eyes and I went into my heart and... I meditated them and I took them on a journey, a vision, visual journey, basically, to meet their higher self, which is something that I've been trying to really practice and do with myself as of lately. And it was crazy because, I mean, it makes me tear up even thinking about it because, like, multiple of the ladies had super spiritual experiences. One of them, she said, because I took them into a meadow. And she had met with her grandma who had passed away years ago. And her grandma had met her there. And another lady, she, by the end of it, was bawling. So I think my whole point with this story is that though I keep wanting this podcast to come out smoothly and and make sense, <laughs> which I hope it makes sense, but um, I guess I want it to... I wanted, I had this idea that had to be this, um, like bullet point 
kind of podcast where I would say this thing and it would lead into this thing and then it would lead into this thing um, and have like good flow. Um, but that's not me. <laughs> Anytime I plan something in my life, it normally doesn't go as planned whatsoever. So this podcast is going to be a little bit winged. I do have some notes. I have an idea, a general idea of where I want this first podcast to go. But for the most part, I have no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I, I want, I'm going through a huge transition in my life. I'm 24 years old and I'm a double Leo. So I got a lot of fire energy in me, a lot of energy. Um, and I'm currently in a spot that I, if I was looking at myself this time last year, I would never, ever guess that I would be back where I'm at, which is okay. It's a process. But again, like, I just think that life sometimes can put you on your ass. And I've been back at square one multiple times in my life in my short 24 years. Um, but I also feel like I've experienced a lot for being so young. And I also have a huge life toolbox that I always can reach for, for whenever I'm in times of self-doubt or um, not really sure what direction next to go in that I can always reach for. And that gives me a little bit more, I guess, peace and a sense of self. Um, But I've also lost myself a lot during this process in life. So I guess I want this to be a place where you can come and listen and get some tools for manifestation or whether it be I've had definitely had my time dealing with body dysmorphia. That should be a whole episode. (laughs) I've done like two different bikini preps and quit like three weeks out on both of them. Um, So falling in love with your body and intuitive eating and self-love and I guess I'm newly single, <laughs> so uh, my dating stories, if I'm feeling bold enough, we'll see. Um, but, or abandoning yourself, yeah, I've definitely, I'm a professional at abandoning myself and my own needs to whether it be keep somebody in my life or not really trust my own intuition or sometimes it's just easier to ignore your own desires or your own um yeah I guess where your direction in order to follow somebody else's which that hits home (laughs) when I say that because I've definitely done that far too many times so doing an episode on that I also um I really want to bring other people on this is my other main point is I want to bring other people on that have um I guess gone a long way in their life um for example like my mom I really want to bring my mom in she's like one of my main role models um but she used to be when I was younger she was a single mom at one point I think I was like two I have two older brothers she was a single mom on welfare um and didn't have a career going for herself because prior to getting a divorce with my dad she was a stay-at-home mom And now she's this successful um, business entrepreneur, badass hustler woman um, that is totally stepped into her own power. And she runs like three different businesses along with the Soul Camp with me. We're partnered together with that and we're starting that. 
Um, so I want to bring her on and talk about how she got from being a single mom on welfare with three children to now being this badass hustler entrepreneur woman. Um, again, Carlene, I mentioned her earlier in this episode. She is, um, she's basically along on the journey with us. She's one of our light workers at Soul Camp. Um, so she does sisterhood, sister circles and meditations and she's really good at being in touch and channeling with her higher power so I want to bring her on because she used to be get this an atheist (laughs) now she's this huge spiritual worker um who suffered with body confidence and now she's a self-love photographer (laughs) so I mean there's been so many people in my life that have I find it intriguing hearing how people got to where they're at. And so I think it'd be fun to bring people on here to help you feel inspired and feel also comfortable taking a new direction in life. One that maybe if you're in a position that it's not serving you anymore, you're hanging around people that don't really lift you up, or you're in a job that you feel stuck in, or you hate where you live, um... Maybe you can come here and know that it's okay to take a new direction. It's just about taking that first step. So I guess what I'll do is I'll tell you a little bit about my journey to where I'm at now, this present day. Um, so I grew up in Lincoln, California, uh, and I went to Lincoln High School uh, fighting the zebras. <laughs> So the high school that I went to is kind of way out in the country, and I never really felt like I belonged. I was definitely one of those girls that I had, like, my three core group of friends, um, but outside of that, I never really cared to make a huge experience or have my high school experience be the highlight of my life. Not saying that if somebody had a good high school experience, um, that that's a negative thing, but I honestly just couldn't wait to get out. And again, like through this podcast, I'm this I'm just explaining my experiences and my story. So, I'm allowing you to take what you want from them and I understand that they don't have to fully relate to somebody that is listening to this and you could completely have a different perspective, but I find um that storytelling could be super healing for people. So, that's my main point with this. <laughs> Anyways, back to the scheduled programming. Um So I never really felt like I fit, not fit in, but I just didn't really want to stick around too long in my hometown. So I, at 17, once I graduated, I moved to Santa Cruz, California, um, which was an interesting experience. (laughs) I definitely probably should have waited it out um, and not jumped the gun. But one thing about me is I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at being spontaneous, which could be a good and a bad thing. So I moved to Santa Cruz when I was 17. I didn't have my driver's license. I rode around on a bike. The only reason why I moved there was because one of my best friends, Alina, who's still one of my, she's my sister, um, she was going to go to school there at UCSC, but she, so our plan was to move there together. So I got like a little job at a um, restaurant prior to moving up and I had a start date and everything, but then she got accepted into UC Davis And she wanted to be a vet, so I was like, I understand if you go to UC Davis, because that's, I mean, that school is, if you want to be a vet, that's where you need to be. So she ended up going to UC Davis, and I was like, 
well, I got this waitressing job waiting for me over there. I'm definitely still moving. (laughs) So I lived like a block from the beach at the time and I would ride my bike to work. Um, But again, I was only 17 (laughs) and I was there for, I think, six months until one day my bike got stolen um, while I was at work, which it was like a really nice bike. (laughs) I'm not really one to hold on to uh, grudges, but that bike was like at least a couple grand. (laughs) So I was like, okay, maybe I should go home back to my parents and kind of figure some stuff out. Um, And some time passed and I ended up moving out into um, an apartment local. And then it just so happened that it just so happened that um, a couple of my one of my good friends, Mariah, had moved up to Reno for school and she had a really cool house. There's two houses on a property right next to the university. And I had been I think I was like 20 at this time. And we got this opportunity to move into the house across the way from her. So me and three of my other best friends moved up to Reno. And Reno was kind of a crazy time for me. Um, so again, I moved up there and the second day that I lived there, this chick came out of nowhere and, um, totaled my car. She hit my car. Uh, so I was out of a car again, (laughs) which was fine. I mean, at the time I was like, crap, how am I supposed to get around town? Reno's pretty spread out, uh, but they do have a bus system. I found out. So the next thing you know, for the next year and a half, um, I was taking the bus everywhere, which had its ups and downs. Honestly, I looked at it like a huge adventure. um, And I know now about myself that I love public transportation, which I think I'm probably in the 5% range of people on this earth that love public transportation. But it's like a huge adventure. um, And the people watching is great. I'm an avid people watcher. I wish that could be a career because I would kill it. Um, But at the same time in Reno, Reno gets some pretty gnarly winters. So I did find myself a couple of times like trying to get to work in blizzards. Um, So that, again, was an adventure within itself. Um, So, yeah, didn't have a car for the first year and a half. Then I started bartending, Um, started bartending downtown because I was tired of living paycheck to paycheck and how I got that bartending gig is a whole other situation (laughs) if anything people I just have to say you have to put yourself out there because on I had no bartending experience on my second day I asked um the bartender who I was working with somebody ordered a gin and tonic and I asked my coworker what was in it that gives you any idea (laughs) but it was one of the most popular college bars I made amazing money there and I ended up I mean now I bartend again here um in Folsom and it's an easy great way to make money it's fun it's sociable so yeah even if you start at ground zero um if you want to do something you can do it (laughs) um so yeah got into bartending I guess this is the part that gets a little bit sticky for me um but I ended up meeting somebody while I was out there uh and ended up falling in love for the first time and so I decided um, I was kind of I was in community college when I was out there um, kind of wrapping that up I was able to do it online he used to live in Bali um, and my mom and I were really thinking about 
taking these soul camps off the ground and taking them internationally. And he wanted to live back in Bali. So I was like, heck yeah. Like, why not? Let's go try it out. And so come, um, let's see, I had saved up eight grand. I sold all of my furniture. Um, at this point, I had been living in Reno, I think, for almost three years. Sold all my furniture. Um, said bye to my college friends. Um, the house that we were living in ended up getting demolished, I would say like probably six months after we moved out and I left for Bali. So there was definitely no going back. Um, (laughs) and on, what was the date? God, (laughs) how can I forget? It was, um, December 31st, 2019. So the day before the beginning of a new decade, 2020, which we all know how that went. So, (laughs) Um, sorry if I gave anybody any PTSD saying that year, but moved to Bali and met the guy that I was dating, um, my boyfriend at the time, in Bali on New Year's Eve. So we spent New Year's Day, yeah, I guess moved into a new country, <laughs> said bye to my mom at the San Francisco International Airport, had packed my life into two suit cases, which if any female out there knows how challenging that is, I deserve some credit, if anything. <laughs> if any, if my legacy goes down to be anything, it's that I put my life into two suitcases. So yeah, moved to Bali, and then obviously come March, uh, the pandemic kind of was starting to come out and develop, and ended up coming back from Bali and having to, we had uh, Bali soul camps coming up in March, April, May, and September. So we pushed those all back. Um, We thought, I thought that the first international Bali or international soul camp retreat would be in Bali. But again, it ended up being in Salulita last November. But yeah, moved back, moved back in with my parents, kind of was in and out of the house trying to make the relationship that I was in work. um, And yeah, obviously, I think that this pandemic was, I think, uh, probably, I just think it brought out the worst in a lot of us, uh, and it was scary, and I think all of us were having a hard time navigating our own, I guess, I'm trying to think of the right word, trying to navigate our own emotions towards this year, much less I think being in a partnership made it that much more difficult. So yeah, um, we broke, so basically we broke up in end of October. So now I'm back, um, living with my parents, (laughs) which is like, I'm trying not to be hard on myself about it lately. And I know that I'm just getting my feet on the ground and, um, I do have a plan to move somewhere come June. If my boss is listening to this, I'm sorry. Please don't fire me. (laughs) I swear I'll work great up until that that June mark, but I just can't stay in Sacramento. So, yeah, now I have a really great bartending gig that I'm super thankful for. Um, It's great money, and my coworkers are so loving, um... And yeah, we're just trying to build these soul camps. Um, And I I honestly, I know that this pandemic was hard on a lot of us, whether it be for health reasons or logistics or 
your emotions. Um, but I think that we also grew a lot through it and we realized how strong we all are and really capable we are. And I think it also showed us a lot of where our priorities are and um, not to take for granted the little things. Um, so yeah, I think we're on the tail end of it, people. I really do. So hopefully this year the world opens up, but through this process of me kind of trying to get my feet back on the ground and stepping into a new field and really noticing that I'm falling in love with my spirituality and the wellness community and realizing the power of gratitude or journaling or, I mean, just wanting to basically up-level in life. And I'm on that journey of doing it and trying to navigate it. And I figured what a better time than to start a podcast during this time. So yeah, I guess that this podcast, you can expect bringing others on and them telling their journeys about how they got to where they're at um, in their work or in their life. And it doesn't mean that it always has to be somebody like super successful, but just I really want to bring people on that are in their purpose because uh, that's what really feeds me and gets me excited and makes me realize the endless possibilities in this life. And I want to do the same for you. So yeah, bringing like guest speakers like that on. Um, also talking about different mindset tools that we teach in our soul camps. You'll get a little bit of taste of our soul camps through this podcast as well. Um, let's see what else do I did take notes. Let me, oh, and I also did write down, um, how I move through heartbreak. Um, I think that might be a future episode, like a little bit down the line. Cause I think I'm still kind of navigating it a little bit, but I'm figuring out the best way to get through it. Which I used to think, it's so funny, because I used to always tell myself, like, when I was younger, I was like, man, so I would see other people going through heartbreak, and I'd be like, oh, I never, ever, ever want to have to go through that. I want to be that person that meets their soulmate, or their, like, the you know, their life partner, right off the bat. I don't want to have to go through all that muddy water in between, but I honestly think that though it's painful and a little bit bittersweet, sweet. I think that people that do move through heartbreak, it gives you another level and another layer um, of empathy and also strength and also wisdom um, and being able to relate to others who have gone through it. And also it shows you that you're capable of so much love as cheesy as that sounds but there really is beauty and heartbreak and in a really sick way <laughs> I'm kind of glad that I got to experience it I think that in this life we should really be open to experiencing as much as we can um, as long as it's not harmful to you, towards you or others <laughs> but I'm definitely again I I want to encourage you to say yes to things in life even though even if there might be a little bit of a risk on the other end, just say, yes, I want you to follow your heart and wherever your heart is leading you, I would take that route. Um, so I guess by me following my heart at this point, starting this podcast is where it's leading me next. And I called it bravely Bailey, just because I think that I've been so afraid to use my voice, um, in a lot of different areas in my life. Um, whether it be out of fear of what others think of me or um, 
not really sure if I'm worthy enough. Like, who am I to start a podcast? <laughs> like, who am I to start a podcast? But honestly, who am I not to start a podcast? And who are you not to start a podcast if that's been something you wanted to do? Who are you not to start a blog? Who are you not to move to a foreign country or um, maybe quit your job and move in a different direction that others may never ever guess that you would want to move in like I think that life is so short and yeah we waste so much time worrying about the what ifs when really you just have to take that first step so um might be a lot of rambling of me but I hope you got a gif as gif is it gif or gist I think it's gist um I hope you got a gist out of what this podcast is going to be. And I think as it develops, um, it will start to make more sense maybe for you and me. (laughs) But I think the biggest thing is just taking this first step um, and getting it out there and then letting it develop as I go. Um, Just like my life. (laughs) I think that that's where I'm at right now. So this podcast is going to develop with me as I develop my life and my passions. And this is... The first one is to create. Um, and my my Mac laptop is about to die. And I don't know if anybody else has a laptop like this, but once they say they're about to die, they're about to die. So I guess this is the universe telling me I should cut this short. <laughs> so yeah, you, you can look for, um, like I said, I'm moving a lot into spirituality throughout this time of my life and taking a new direction and leaping into the unknown yet again. Um, And yeah, I'm going to take you on this journey and also along the way, encourage you to also take scary steps in your life and giving you tools that will help you level up and show up as your higher self throughout the process and bringing cool guests on that I completely love and adore in my life and look up to. So yeah, that's what you can look forward to in this podcast. Um, I'm still trying to figure out an opening song and a closing one. Apparently that's a thing. I think I'm just going to throw this out there raw. Um, again, technology for me, it's new. We're learning. We're going to learn together. (laughs) So I will talk to you guys next week. I hope everybody has a great day, night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. And yeah, I'm happy you're on this journey with me.